Hello, everybody. Josh Brown here, back for another great episode on Franchise Euphoria. Well, today's episode is brought to you by IndieFranchiseLaw.com, a leading resource in the franchise space to help you if you're considering buying a franchise, turning your business into a franchise, or growing your business through a licensing or franchise structure. So go on, check it out, IndieFranchiseLaw.com. I think you'll find a lot of valuable and free information as you continue to kind of weigh franchising and licensing and the growth of your business. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, on today's episode of Franchise Euphoria, we're going to do things a little different here. My guest on today's episode is Sean and Jennifer McManus, and they recently purchased a Party Princess Productions franchise. Now, they are super new to franchising, and so we thought it would be interesting and fun to have a brand new franchisee who's just getting things going to kind of talk about what that experience was like going through researching the franchise and where they're at today. So for those of you out there who are thinking about getting into a franchise, this will be an excellent episode um, as well for folks who want to get a sense of what prospective franchisees go through as they review a franchise product. Well, Sean and Jennifer McManus are lifelong veterans of the entertainment industry. Sean has been singing in bands since the early 80s and makes a living at it uh, since the mid-90s as a professional singer, performer in several various genre-based Las Vegas-style shows. Jennifer has been dancing since the age of two and has danced professionally as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, where she did USO tour in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Kuwait. And she was also a Dallas Mavericks dancer and a performer at Disney World. They are the newest owners of the franchise Party Princess Productions in Dallas, Texas. And Party Princess provides princess and superhero character rentals for parties of all ranges, from birthday to private to corporate events. So really think you'll find this uh, episode unique and interesting. So enjoy my interview with Sean and Jennifer McManus. Hello, Sean and Jennifer. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria. How are you doing? Hey, Josh. It's great. We're so thrilled to be on with you here. Well, excited to talk to you guys again. In full disclosure, obviously, I've worked with you and worked with you on this, on the franchise that we're going to talk about today, Party Princess Productions, and you know, partaking in part of that experience of what you're going to talk about today. So excited to reconnect with you. Yeah, yeah. We feel, uh, well, at least I do. I've listened to about 240 of your episodes, so I kind of feel like I should have a franchise euphoria diploma hanging on my wall. But uh, you know, we're That's real it, real- Sean? You yeah. haven't listened to any more? Uh, however many you've got, that's how many I've listened to. So that's for sure. But uh, we're definitely taking pride in being probably the uh, least accomplished entrepreneurs that you've ever had on your show. So we're really excited about that. I don't know about that. I think that's <laughs> modest of you. Um, well, I mean, I think that's a good jumping off point. I mean, obviously you guys are married with a young family and it's not your first foray into business, but into franchising. Take a couple minutes, tell about each of your backgrounds and how that kind of tied into the franchise that you ended up purchasing. Sure, sure. Well, I'll start. I've been uh, a musician performing in bands since the early 80s, started making a living at it in the, in the mid-90s, and have been blessed to have a great career for the past, uh, what, 24 years now making a living at it. And this was a, a good kind of franchise that we found. Jennifer, she's done a lot of entertaining herself, and I'll let her say her quick background. I'm a dancer, and so a lot of my background includes college dance teams. I was a Dallas Mavericks dancer, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, 
And then I um, spent two years at Walt Disney World dancing and performing there as well. So this business for us just kind of came as something natural to me as a performer and having that Disney experience to be a part of Party Princess Productions. How did you first hear about Party Princess Productions? Well, when we first got married in uh, 2016, we had already started about uh, starting our own business. Jennifer had been doing what she was doing for a long time, still loved it, still had a great passion for it. And obviously, I you know, can't begin to explain my blessings for being able to do what I've done for so long. But we want to kind of take something into the next phases of our life and be able to you know, pass something on to our children and just do a great business together. And so we started talking about franchising. Um, we met a guy who came over to clean our house and he started you know, telling us his, his franchising experiences and he led us to a franchise broker. Um, after kicking that around for a, a year or so and uh, discussing uh, different business opportunities with uh, some pretty successful people, um, we kind of came back to this broker and we, we called him up and he came over and he uh, gave us four really great opportunities that fit our lifestyle and what we've done really well. Two of them were kind of boutique uh, fitness places. One was a, a pool company, a pool cleaning company. And uh, the last one was the, the Party Princess. And we were, we were pretty close on signing on to the pool company. But at the end of the day, we just didn't have the passion for it. I think we would have been up and running and maybe profitable faster. But I think the, the long game, the big picture... This fitted our lifestyle and fitted, you know, what we've been doing our entire lives. So it was a really good fit for us. So I'm curious. I mean, obviously with the franchise broker, their job is to kind of assess your strengths and what would align well with your experiences. I get the fitness side, right? With Jennifer's background. I obviously get the Party Princess Productions with both of your backgrounds. Tell me about the pool company. How did that tie in? That's not something I wanted at all, ever. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, what was the justification for that? I mean, I think it's instructive because, you know, a lot of people, when they're looking at franchises, they do what you did. They go to franchise brokers and there's tons of them out there. And just like anything, there's there's some that are good, some that are bad. Um, but I'm curious, what was the process for your broker to get down to those four? I think for us, especially with the pool company, right after our marriage, we had a honeymoon baby. So Sasha came nine months later. Mm -hmm. And then um, on her first birthday, we decided to start trying again. And nine months later, we just had our son. So for me, especially one thing that I had expressed to him a lot is that I still wanted to be a full-time mom and that being a full-time mom was very important to me. So something that we could do to work out of the home and be a family. And we're both a little bit older starting out with our family. So just having that time and having those experiences was something that was very, very important to me. So I think the pool company was something that he thought we would enjoy because it's something we could do out of our home and something where we could pick when we wanted to work so that we could have family time. Right. And I think the biggest reason might have been the cost involved. Right. The cost for starting the pool company was maybe 30 or 40% of what it was to start a party princess. But at the end of the day, it was it's like I said, we looked at the long game and it was the better play for us. And it was just a better fit. We know more about it. We know how to do auditions. We know how to perform. And and so this was just a real good fit for us. It sounds like it fit quality of life as well. Yeah, yes. yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, for those who don't know, tell about the Party Princess Productions franchise. What is it? What do you guys do? And where do you offer the services? So they're a nationwide entertainment company. They they provide high-end birthday party character entertainment, specializing in princess parties, superhero parties, and you know Star Wars parties, other themed events. 
And they've got the uh, you know, Broadway grade handcrafted costumes, along with the wigs and just just the quality of the cast. I think is really what sets this apart from. There's a lot of companies out there doing it, but our company is is able to get better actors and just you know ensure the most authentic performances for the special occasions. So they've got I think a little over 20 around the country. Um, we are the, the actual second attempt here at Dallas. The uh, lady who owned it previously, unfortunately, became ill. And she had to uh, step out. So we're getting Dallas back up and running again. We're super excited about it. And um, the social marketing, the social media is already up and running from what's been before. And our digital marketing just started last week. So we're really excited about our grand opening next week. So we are in the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so talk about that. What, that. what has that been like, obviously, with a young family? I know you said Sasha. Now, what's your son's name? Brett. Brett. Okay. Yeah. So Sasha and Brett, you got a young family. I know quality very of life. Young, yeah. 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 Very young. <laughs> quality <laughs> of life. Quality of life's obviously top of mind. Important. Making an income is important. Having a business that you can control. You know, with the Party Princess Productions model, you as the franchisee owner operator, what is it that you guys are charged with doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, obviously auditioning the actors and the talent. We're in charge of the costuming and wig maintenance, in charge of the booking the parties and making sure that we're taking care of the clients as well and aligning the actors with the parties on the weekends. Most of the parties will be on the weekends. We'll have some corporate events during the week, but most of our stuff is going to be happening on the weekend. And there's a whole bunch of different details that we're still in the thick of, of learning, um, you know, through the, I love having you guys on because yeah. like, as we, we talked about pre pre recording is like, you know, so often on my show, it's, you know, uh, a franchise or a franchisee who's, who's kind of past this stage, right? right. I mean, they've already been doing it for a while. You guys are like right in the thick of just very green. getting yeah. going. Well, and not to mention Josh, that we, we don't have any experience in this, right? We're lifelong self-employed 1099 entertainers that really jumped into the deep end of the entrepreneurial pool, right? You know, we, we don't have any swimming lessons. We don't have a life preserver. You know, we told them right up front. I was like, you know what? We're going to do this, but we're going to need a lot of hand holdings, a lot of whiteboarding, maybe a few diaper changes along the way. And it hasn't been easy. You know, it's been definitely challenging at times. I think due to our lack of experience, we just don't know what we don't know. So it's been a lot of challenges along with everything we have going on in our personal life with you know, just being newly married and having a young child. And then, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I told you, but we remodeled the house last year that I decided to do myself and I'll never, ever do again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was just the craziest thing ever. And then we bought a franchise and then, you know, that right as my wife was seven months pregnant, my father passed away and then the baby shows up six weeks later. So, you know, we've done a lot of adulting in the last couple of years. And so this has been a, a serious challenge. And so we were kind of talking about this earlier. It's like, Man, if, if we can go through all the adulting we've done and start a business at the same time, other people with a few challenges in life, I think I have no excuses. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you can make it through this this part of it, I mean, certainly yeah. the hardest part, right? Because there's so many there's so many unknowns. Are you guys are you guys both I mean, Sean, are you still singing and, and Jennifer, are you still dancing? So you're still doing, you know, what you were doing in your in your prior career as you get this going? I am. Yeah, I'm still performing two or three nights a week. And that lends itself well to this because it's just a Friday and Saturday night thing, typically, maybe occasionally a Thursday or a Sunday. And there's a couple of times a year when we'll do five shows in a, in a week, but Jennifer is able to help out. And, you know, she's just great with kids and she's not performing anymore. Right. I'm not performing anymore. Um, I'm, I've been teaching dance for the last seven years, which I'm going to cut back on once this season is over so that I can be more 
here for the company, um, which is great for us because Sean has more of a gift in the marketing and that side of everything. And I have more of a gift with working with the employees and training the employees because that's what I've done and I know more about it. So we've been able to really divide things out so that they're going to work hopefully in the yeah. future. <laughs> well, and we did, we did hire, hire a manager as well. Um, oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you know, something that, that we're having to dig in deep, you know, into our resources of how we're, we're paying people right now. But, you know, we're, again, we're looking at the long game and check back with us in a year or two and see how, see how we're doing. Well, I mean, what's the, so with this kind of a franchise, I mean, you know, what, what mechanisms have you found best in terms of trying to get people to sign up and, and do these parts? Obviously this is a popular thing. I mean, there, there's right. a lot of people out there who love the idea of having a princess party for their birthday. What's that been like? And what's the competition been like for you? And how's that been just getting going with this franchise? Well, again, I, I, I don't think we have enough experience to speak from that. Um, we're, we're leaning heavily on what corporate is helping us out with in Los Angeles right now. Part of our agreement on, of signing on was that you know, while the baby was here, they're going to be helping us through these first transitional stage, especially the the first two or three months until the baby's able to be a little more independent, and you know we can split the duties up, and Jennifer doesn't have to tend to the baby all the time. So because he's um, only three weeks old right yeah, now, yeah, so. yeah. So um, again, I, I wish I could speak with more experience about that, but I mean, we well, know we'll have to check a, in later. On yeah, that, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like I said, we'll if we can talk next year or six months from now, and <laughs> I think we've better uh, ability to answer the questions. But we do know there's there's some competition in the area. Um, there's a shop just in the same town that we're in that, that has these princess parties. But um, as far as I'm I'm aware, they're not doing the same type of business where you go in, they bring their you know people bring their kids in, and they have a couple of princesses. But I'm not sure if they're they're offering the same type of services we are. So. So for people who are listening who are contemplating buying a franchise, going down the same road that you went down, that, you know, you are ahead of them a little bit, right? I mean, they, even though you're early on in the franchise, you've been down that road. Right. You know, what are some of the things that you'd be comfortable speaking about that could maybe help them on their journey? Well, first and foremost is um, download and subscribe to Franchise Euphoria with Josh Brown. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, Shameless yeah. plug. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Just listening to so many episodes, I think uh, when we first started talking to the franchise broker, I found your podcast and you know was on one and a half, two times speed at the gym and everywhere. And Jennifer, you got to listen to this guy. This guy's really good. And so um, you know, it was, it was great to be able to, to finally talk to you and meet with you and, and work with you. And you've been a, a Tremendous resource, and and Josh is not paying me to say this. I mean this. Um, <laughs> I appreciate so, it. Thank yeah, you. no, you've been a great resource. You know, take the lessons that you're giving out to heart, and and again, check back with us in a year or two and see how we're doing. You know. <laughs> but, so on um, two times speed, do I sound like Alvin from the Chipmunks or something? Or you know, I, I guess I will have to see what I sound like on two times. Yeah, speed. no, you, you just talk really fast. You're talking so sometimes I have to slow it down to one and a half speed. Uh, but it is interesting talking to you in real time. You know, my brain has a hard time adjusting and processing your voice when it's at normal time. So, <laughs> well, I mean, do you guys? I mean, are you happy going with a broker? Right, going that route. I mean, some people do, some people don't. I mean, some people go and find out more about franchises just by doing research online. I'm always a fan and I will always tell people, you know, go with a broker or a consultant because right. they're able to find more information. 
but then, you know, hire an attorney, hire somebody who's going to be objectively right. on your side to really vet exactly. the system. So, I mean, would you recommend going with a Absolutely. broker? Yes. Yeah, our franchise broker was was very instrumental in um, in helping us out. You know, again, not knowing what we don't know and jumping into a business we don't know anything about as, as far as, you know, being a business owners and franchise owners and, and doing all of the stuff that that entails. Um, having our franchise broker there was just a tremendous service. And he was a great go-between, you know, when we're talking to the bank and the lender and finding the lender and, and dealing with, you know, the agreement and dealing with the franchise. Even like sitting down with you probably at the outset and figuring out, okay, you know, what are you guys interested in? What are you exactly. looking for? And and they have a network that they can then pull from. And, you know, they didn't charge you anything for that, I assume, right? I mean, no, just- they, they, no they make a commission off of the franchise or so, yeah. Yeah. So that's why, you know, obviously they have a network of franchise systems that they work with. And most often they'll refer you to somebody in their network. Sometimes people will say, hey, it's out of our network, but here's, I think, a really good fit. But that's the important part of use the broker at the outset, but then also get somebody, when I say objective, it means like, you know, a lawyer who's actually going to be on your side. There's not a conflicting interest there. It's not to say that brokers have a conflict of interest or are going to do something untoward, but you know, they do get paid if you sign up with a franchise system that they recommend. So exactly. you want to vet that. But one of the things I always think is is fantastic about the good brokers is that once they've gone through and sort of done their assessment, you know, personality, interests, financial capabilities, all that stuff, they are able to get some pretty good detail on the franchise systems that they ultimately recommend. And I think more so than you can get online. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could research all day online for weeks and weeks and months on end. But when we speak with somebody who's been in the business for, you know, 40 years, who has just that many resources at his fingertips, and not to mention, he didn't he didn't just sell us the franchise and walk away, right? So he's been with us every step of the way. He was super knowledgeable, you know, just a great, super nice guy. And so it was, it was a really good experience, I think, from that standpoint. Again, and I think he was yeah. able to get people on the phone that we wouldn't have been able to get on the phone just coming into it ourselves so that we were able to get the right answers quickly and get the right people to talk to when we needed to talk to them. Great point. Yeah, exactly. Because we did run into a few struggles with the lender. And again, I don't need to throw out names or throw anybody in the bus, but there were, like I said, a lot of challenges where we were going, oh, you know, throwing our hands up in the air and going, what do we do? And that's where um, our broker was able to step in and go, here's what you do. And if you're not able to get anywhere down this road, let me help. I'll make a few phone calls. I've got the pull and the knowledge in the industry, and I'm able to use my resources to your benefit. So, Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to go with somebody who who does have that experience level. And I think right. as as we talked about during the process, I mean, you, you know, you, you had your broker, you had, you know, obviously the banks that you were contemplating and going through and looking into CPA and accountant, yep. mm-hmm. you know, those are all key people. Talk a little bit about how, you know, your, your accountant or using an account was beneficial in assessing the franchise. Well, that's, again, I think that's another step we're, we're kind of getting into and talking about. We definitely had discussions with our accountant and our financial advisor about doing it. Financial advisor was, was really behind it and we had to, you know, cash in some of our retirement to buy the business. And so our financial advisors, they're uh, entrepreneurial people too, and they they believed in the system of franchising. So that was really helpful, and they they gave us some some great insight as well. And our accountant, again, we haven't had too many meetings with them about it, but um, 
you know, we, we've got a good team on our side and we feel like that we're in a good position to move forward. And we actually had one more attorney help us with all the backside legal paperwork, with all filing the DBAs and uh, the LLCs and all that other stuff. So I wasn't sure if you did that or not, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, no, that's we, great. Yeah, we definitely had a whole team of, of people working for us. And I think that, you know, something that, that we definitely learned along the way is, is that what you keep saying, you know, make sure you have this much set up for expenses for six months. I think we probably could have done a better job because we were kind of at one point, and I still feel like we're just kind of getting hit and left and right with, oh, we need this for this, you know, this much for that, you know, and, and just, you know, these little expenses pile on. So I think to heed Josh's advice, have that working capital up front of the six months expense, because that was definitely something. I mean, like I said, we're able to survive on my income as a performer and entertainer. So that's good. But that's definitely some great advice that uh, we probably could have stuck a little better to. And I think the time frame as well, knowing yeah. that it's going to take a lot longer than they probably tell you it's going to take, because there's a lot of different working parts and there's a lot of mm. different people involved in just because you want it to get up and running before your baby is born doesn't mean that everybody's on the same page about that. So <laughs> I think that was something for us because I really wanted this up and running before my maternity leave started right. because as a 1099 performer, I don't have a paid maternity leave. So this was going to be my, what was going to be replacing my paycheck. That was another part of it of, oh, wait, we don't have my income coming in anymore. Yeah. And now this isn't up and running as fast as we thought it would. So I think just knowing that your time frame is always going to be longer than you think it's going to be. Yeah. I think that's a great point. I mean, I think that's actually, you know, one of the things that most franchisees would say they wish they would have known at the outset. I mean, I was, you know, People will ask, well, what's the best time to contact your lawyer to contact? I mean, I think once you have an idea of a franchise or two that you're really, really seriously diving into and you receive the FTD, at that point in time, you really now, you need to get some professionals involved yes. at that time yes. ahead of, before you go to discovery day, you know, so that, you know, somebody can review these kinds of things and, and help provide with questions and other kinds of stuff before you go there. So I think that's kind of important. On that note, what's one other thing, if you if you can think of anything, that even though you're early, you know, at this stage, you wish you would have known, you know, a few months back? I think for me, maybe being able to talk with uh, different financial institutions about financing, you know, our, our walk with our, our lender wasn't easy. There was a lot of uh, miscommunication that, you know, again, I think they probably could have done better and maybe we could have done better too. I mean, things are, are, are working out now and they smoothed out, but I think I probably would have maybe shopped around. But again, with with our crazy schedule, what we were kind of going through at the time um, and Jennifer's crazy January and February schedule with her competitions, it didn't leave us a whole lot of time to kind of jump out and maybe search around for those types of things. I agree. Just yeah. having more time to dedicate to making sure that you're making the right choices instead yeah. of just going with the first person that they suggest to you. Yeah. Well, this has been great. I mean, here's what I want to do if you're okay with it. I mean, this is this is a unique episode. I love that because obviously, you know, as I said earlier, it's not often I have, you know, franchisees who are so early in franchising, but I think it'll be instructive and helpful to the audience, but I'd love to check back in and get you guys to come back on at the end of the year. That would be great. At the I'd end of this to. year. So you have a little bit more under your belt. Now, Sean, 
maybe you'll have to sing a tune or something when you come on. <laughs> I don't maybe. know. But. Just as long as I don't have to join it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really appreciate you guys being uh, candid, transparent. And I know when we talked about you coming on, it was under guise of, hey, let's you know have a discussion about what it's like in the early stages. And the reality is it's kind of scary. I mean, you're balancing a lot of balls. You got a lot of things going, even though you, know, you bought into a franchise system, which a lot of people, I think, erroneously think that, oh, it's just a business in a box and I just buy it and it just set it and forget it. And the reality is it's just, it's not like that in any franchise system. And I think people understanding that and hearing that from other people who are going through it is very helpful. Yeah, there's definitely been no no lack of stress. Um, the the sleeping factor is is just it's crazy right now. Not only with the with the newborn and another one under two, but yeah, the stress of starting a new business and the sleepless nights is it's it's something that I don't think we really anticipated or knew we were getting into. But again, I think we're such hardworking, dedicated people that we're looking at this like there's no way it's not going to work. And I think if you go into it with that attitude, I'm hoping, again, we'll talk in six months or a year from now, I'm hoping that that's what it takes to make successful business. So, Well, and I think the next time you check in with us, we will have gotten to the point where it's smooth sailing and mm-hmm. things are going to be a little bit easier. I think the setup process is, you know, that's, that's not our specialty. That's not where we excel. But once this business is going, I think that you're going to find that we're a lot happier where we are because it's what we love to do instead of the right. business side, which is obviously not what we chose to do <laughs> earlier on in our lives. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Like I said, it's been very instructive and I appreciate your candor and uh, look forward to having a follow-up episode to this uh, at some point in the future after you've been doing it for a little bit longer. If anybody wants to reach out to you and who's you know contemplating a franchise, um, do you have a good contact email? Sure. It's my name, Sean, S-E-A-N dot McManus, M-C-M-A-N-U-S at party princessproductions.com. It's a very long email, uh, but if you've got show notes, maybe you can stick in there. I'm happy to. Oh, they'll be in the show notes. It'll be, yeah. It'll be, I'll be there. Well, Josh, we really can't thank you enough again for all of your help and your awesome podcast. And I have yet to go and leave a review every time I start to do that, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. I promise you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Look forward to talking again soon. Thanks again, Josh. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Franchise Euphoria. If you enjoyed this episode or have enjoyed the podcast in general, I would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. It really helps to get this podcast out to more and more people. So the easy way to do it is go to iTunes and in the search box, put in Franchise Euphoria. You will then see my cover art and you click on my smiling face that says Franchise Euphoria and then click on the link that says ratings and reviews. It's that simple, but boy, oh boy, does it mean the world to me when people leave ratings and reviews. And like I said, it really helps get the show out there. Once again, would love it if you would go to iTunes and leave a rating and review if you enjoyed this episode or other episodes of the show. And until the next time, happy franchising.